Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. You're going to love our guest today. I've found out about him and visited with him before and uh, read up on his things. And it might take me a little while to read his introduction, but I want to give it all to you, and then I'll welcome him. John Gardena has been a public school educator for the past 17 years. He started teaching career and technical education. He's now a SPED teacher. He also has coached baseball and golf and teaches a leadership class at his high school. He graduated from John Carroll University, where he played baseball, in 2004 with a BA degree. Got his master's in education from Notre Dame and his educational innovation leadership endorsement in 2019 from Fort Hayes State, right here in my home state of Kansas. He continues to coach varsity golf and a leadership course at a suburban high school on the east side of Cleveland, where he actually went to school. And in his spare time, he's an ultra endurance athlete spare time. I'm not sure when that comes. Who helps train other athletes across the United States. He's the owner of a true supporter group that prays for those in need. And he's the founder of 40 Days of Deliverance, a program to improve individuals' mind, body, and spirit. He lives in Cleveland Heights with his wife and four children. And in his leisure time, he enjoys nature walks with his family, coaching and supporting his children's local sports team, spending time with his extended family, And he loves helping others grow. He wants everybody to exhaust all their gifts, which God has freely given them in this life. And about the time you all hear this podcast, his first book, Molding Minds, is coming out early 2021. He teams there with his dear friend, businessman, and award-winning educator, Ryan Eubanks. And together, they share valuable knowledge and experience to show there's hope where many think there is no hope. So with all of that impressive resume, John, welcome. How you doing, Paul? I'm good. I'm I'm exhausted though, reading about <laughs> reading about all the different things that you do. Man, you've uh, well, we're gonna talk about some of those, but you got a lot going. And John, I appreciate you taking time and your busy schedule to be with us. And I want to start out as I do with uh, everybody on the program by asking you, how's your growing understanding of God's unconditional love and grace for all people? How's that changed your life where the rubber hits the road? Education and business with your family, friends, sports? Faith is definitely a a huge cornerstone of how I operate. And the grace of God, knowing that I'm saved by His Son, Jesus Christ, has allowed me to have freedom, knowing that I am here on a mission. I think that's what changed for me, Paul, is knowing that I'm on a mission for the Lord. And that mission is to cultivate just wonderful atmosphere for people to be around so that I could imitate Christ on earth by exhausting my gifts, which he gave to me, and to show that other people have gifts given to them by God. And once I realized that, my mindset was different for how I approach people. 
it was more understanding, patient, loving. And if the father gave his only son to die for us and being saved by his act on the cross, how can I judge anybody? That's impossible. <laughs> you know, how do I think I'm greater than the father? So having the mindset of that of Christ, loving, enduring, patient, it, it allows me to work with people at a, at a better pace, I would say. Wow, that that's wonderful. And I would guess from my limited experience with special education that you have opportunities to love people that at times are difficult and, and test your patience. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> the patience is tested every day. But like I said before, you can't get emotional about it. You have to separate the emotion and reacting how may, maybe kids may flare up behavioral-wise. And you have to look at it like from a different lens that they're going through something I'm unaware of, and their home life is probably completely different than what I had growing up. So how can I love them and show the love of Christ through my behavior without even using his name? And I'm obviously in a public sector. Yeah. So it's actually supreme validation of doing the Father's will, of imitating the Lord through my work every day at school or coaching and, and whatever endeavor I'm uh, attached to on a daily basis. That's beautiful, John. I appreciate your words. And I'm coming to that realization myself. Sometimes I really have to stop and think about it. But everybody has a story. We don't know their background. We don't know what's going on at home. We don't know how they process things. We don't know what limits they may have. And when we realize that, rather than judging them and pigeonholing them or whatever, as you said, if, if we live as Christ with them, well, it makes a difference in everybody's life, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to add more gasoline to the fire for individuals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you come at them hostile or judgmental, you're going to make a, a bigger explosion emotionally between the two parties. Hmm. So if you pour out your heart, and I'll, I'll tell you a story. Yesterday, a student, very emotional day. An incident happened, and I brought him in my room, had him come in during my lunch. And I just told him to go on YouTube and, and calm down. There's a calming app you can use uh, on your phone. But I just went on YouTube real quick and said, take 10 minutes, slow down your emotions. He came out of that room. And the first thing he said to me was, you're the only teacher that really cares about me. Really? And I said, why? He goes, you just give me your time. And I said, son, I'm going to tell you this right now. I do care about you. I love you. And I treat you like my own children. What child would ever hear that from a teacher? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's okay to tell someone you love them. You know what? Because God loves us. So we should love everyone that we work with on a daily basis. Absolutely. My wife is a teacher. She's retired now. And she's taught challenging Students, as all teachers do, and uh, towards the end of her career, she would, would just tell kids, you know, I I love you. I may not appreciate the way you just acted yeah. there or whatever, but as she said, when you tell junior high kids that, especially boys, they'll go, ooh, but then something changes. <laughs> yeah. I think, Paul, exactly what your wife, I think being seasoned in the field, I think you understand. I mean, not everybody. I'm going to be honest. Not everybody. But if you come at it with the heart of Christ to work with others, then the real 
true trajectory of people's path changes then. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did when he ministered on earth. He changed yeah. the trajectory of the apostles and the church grew from that. Right? Yeah. So if I imitate what Jesus taught without saying Jesus, but just showing the behavior he demonstrated on earth, am I not doing the Father's will? That's all I want to do. Yeah. When did this change take place in your life? You talked about Jesus changing the disciples. What happened in your life? When did it happen? Well, I was raised Catholic. Still, I'm Catholic. You know, I think in 2015 was really when I was intentional about reading the Bible. I never read the Bible. So 2015, I did. And then I started praying every morning, which allowed me to to have a relationship with God then. So then I read the Bible again in 2016 and started praying more in the morning. Then I started praying at night. And then I had Psalms now at night and I do my prayers in the morning. And then all of a sudden, God speaks to you. (laughs) Isn't that funny how that works? So just like I'm giving my time to the students and people I work with in my life, God's going to start giving you a new lens to look through, through his eyes. And once you have that, that's when the epiphany hits in your life. And once you, people have to really understand that it takes time to develop a relationship. It doesn't happen overnight. So it's just like I said, working with students, you have to be patient. God is extremely patient with us for all the sins we do (laughs) on a daily basis. He is indeed. So I think for the listeners, Paul, I would say this to them. Don't ever try to outdo God. So don't try to judge people. And just love them and listen to them and support them and forgive them. That's very important. Forgive them and move on. And, and, and attack. you have to separate the behavior from the emotional. That's very important to do in working with anybody. Uh, that's very true. A friend of mine often says that grace is our message and love is how we bring it to people every day. And of course, there's that old saying, I'm not sure who first said it, but uh, he said, preach the gospel, use words if necessary. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just our actions and our way of relating to people and, and words that we use that aren't Bible verses or don't mention yeah. Jesus or God or anything are extremely important to people. And there are some settings where, you know, we can't use those words. Of course, I did. But to the secular world, people need the to hear the truth in words and see it in action. And the light will penetrate their soul once that happens. You don't have to say one word about Jesus or God. You just act like their love for us to them. But you're telling my story. I The course I developed, Pure Light Walker, is all about walking in the light, being light to people. And uh, so let's go right to this now, and we'll talk about some other things later. But I, I want to talk about your book, Molding Minds. That what's it about? What prompted it? And what do you hope to come from it? Well, let's start from the beginning. So in 2008, I, I wrote a manuscript called ABCs to Life. And I was working with this guy. I'm not going to mention his name. Just He read it. The first two chapters, he was green light. And then after that, he's like, ugh, not so good. And he wasn't harsh to me. He just gave me feedback. So, you know, the devil did, he creeped in and he said, ah, you're not good. You're not a good writer. Just table that. So I did print it off and I just left it alone. In 2018, I was at school one morning and all of a sudden I felt God talk to me. Right again, right again. 
So I just wrote out an outline of things that I was learning in my life. And all of a sudden I started writing the chapters down and I wrote like a, par- a paragraph or two about what each chapter would be. Okay. So then I went on a run, a marathon by myself during the pandemic because our races got canceled, obviously, during the pandemic season. So this was 2020, and I think it was October. And I'm listening to this podcast, and it's called the Three of Seven Project Podcast. And this guy was on him, Jeff Forrester. And he said, yeah, I wrote my book in two months. It's already out. It's called Unleash Potential. Enjoy it. It's a great story about how just tap into what you have and what you can bring to people. And I'm like, this guy wrote this book in two months. I started mine in 08, obviously changed how things were, but just kind of left it aside. Now we're, you know, 11 years down the pipeline. I'm sorry, 12 from 08 to 2020. So I direct messaged him on Instagram. I wanted to find out the secret. How did you do this, Jeff? How did you do this? Something I've wanted to do. So we Zoomed like we are now, and we had a wonderful conversation. He kind of guided me what to do, how be intentional, write this many words a day, be disciplined about the work. And we're great friends still to this day. I mean, we, we talk almost every day through Instagram, and he's part of True Supporter, as you mentioned earlier. And he's connecting me with so many people. So that one direct message on Instagram and phone call turned into a plethora of networking from him. So I started getting intentional about writing this book in late 2020. I finished the manuscript at the end of 40 Days of Deliverance, the program I run. And we've been through the editing process since. And uh, Dominic, we talked today, we're at the last stage with the final editor. And just to be honest, Paul, that's how the book was written. The premise of the book is truly having a blueprint for success in your life. And from my experience as a teacher and a coach and a father, and then my buddy, Ryan Eubank, his experience was the same thing. He coaches children, but he is a master welder, phenomenal individual, and he is a master welding instructor. And he does international classes with Lincoln Electric, who we worked for, which is one of the, I mean, if not the largest uh, welding company in the world. So. We blended our stories together. We had a friendship when we met 2005. That's kind of how Ryan and I met. And he's dyslexic. Uh, I'm a special ed teacher. So my heart was already here to help him as a teacher who couldn't really read and comprehend. So we just formed a, a bond that has been there ever since 2005. Wow. Sounds like a series of God-ordained events, John, that uh, I've become aware of uh, so many of those uh, in my life. And you and I talked about a few of them the last time we met. But it, it's uh, when we will take the time and, and let God show us things, he'll show you, hey, you know how this came about? Think back to then and to then and to then. And uh, uh, he was there with us in all of those things, always working things for the good even when we had no idea that it was happening. And he continues to do that today, not only with you and me, but with everybody else too. And it it really gets good when we realize that. And I think the lesson I learned from 2008 till now was, I don't think I was ready yet, to be honest. The book can be com- not complete. Yeah, it would be completely different because it didn't have the story of the relationship Ryan and I had with working with students. It didn't have 
the knowledge I have now of what discipline and obedience is truly to be successful. So I was a young rookie. Like I said, I started in education in 05 and I was writing this book in 08. So there's only three years of experience. That's completely different than having now 17, 18 years under my belt. Vastly different perspective. So I'm glad that, that God put it on my heart a couple of years ago to fulfill this desire I had that was rooted back in 08. Well, and that book, I'm confident, will help lots of people. Uh, obviously, just from hearing you and getting to know your heart, and I know Dominic and his team, of course, that they will do a wonderful job with it, and it will help lots of people and probably will, in the process, maybe lead to some speaking engagements for you and other things to help even more people. That's the way God works. I just want to do as well. And to be honest, the story is a lot of children I've learned they doubt themselves. They have low self-confidence, low self-worth. So the stories in there are kids who were drug dealers, on drugs, just sinful nature, or just lost, just lost sheep. Mm-hmm. And how we took action steps to intervene in their life in a special way, they gave them hope. That's what it's all about. We want to give people hope that they have gifts and talents that they can truly offer this world and other people. It's a beautiful message, and that's what God gave us. Yeah, well, in your show notes and in talking about the book, what you guys want to do is to share valuable knowledge and experience to show hope where many think there is no hope. And boy, that's the truth. Most people don't think there is any hope because they never had anybody show them that there is. And now we get to do that, don't we? I think we have a responsibility to be good shepherds to the flock. We do, of course. To him who much is given, much is required. And Brian, with your permission, we're going to finish this up. You and I will stay on the line and visit a couple of minutes and then do a second podcast. People will see this a week later. We'll be in the same place, wearing the same shirt and everything. But people will know because I'll tell them that we actually have changed clothes and taken a bath and and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) But before we finish in, in the last couple of minutes or so, tell people how they can connect with you, where they can find you. Talk about the book and, and those things, because you got a lot of great things going. I appreciate it, Paul. The biggest form of communication I use is Instagram. So it's just J-G-R-D-I-N-A-0-4. Through Facebook, it's just John Gardina, J-O-H-N, Gardina. Uh, I do have a TikTok, and I do have, um, oh, what else is <laughs> so So many different social media platforms out there. But it's I, the one place I would highly recommend is to go to uh, your local app for your podcasting. And I just started my new show. It's called The John Gardena Classroom. So if you want to get to know more about me and my lessons that I, I have had with others and, and their journey in life, it's probably the best, most intimate place to go to hear those stories as well. Super. And those things are in the show notes, but I hope people will want to do that and uh, be helping even more people. So, John, thank you for taking the time to be with us. We'll do another one that people will hear next week. And I appreciate you being here. Hey, thank you, Paul. I appreciate you. Thank you. And thanks to everybody for being with us for another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group. 
Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.